Good morning, Thailand. My name is Alex, and I'm here with some of the updates from around the land of smiles from the tiger for you this wonderful Tuesday. We're going to start with our main story tonight. In a tragic incident at a wedding ceremony, a groom took the lives of his wife, family members, and his own in a tragedy that is still rocking the nation. So the groom, uh, known as Jack, a 29-year-old former Paralympic athlete and gun collector, killed his bride, Kun Pu, her family members, and a guest before committing suicide. The dispute arose around Jack's jealousy and insecurity, fueled by alcohol over the way Pu interacted with guests. During the celebration, Jack, upset by his perception that guests favored his bride and feeling inferior due to his disability, destroyed the party setting and then retrieved a gun from his car. He fatally shot Pu, her sister, their mother, and a guest who later died on the way to the hospital. Another guest was also injured. The police found the scene in disarray with broken glass and damaged furniture and the weapon near Jack's body. This tragic event highlights the grave consequences of unaddressed emotional distress and the importance of seeking help for mental health issues. Tragedy. Like, and I still think uh, love can be the craziest drug. It can definitely push people to do... Uh, the most insane things like this. What's supposed to be the happiest day of your life turns into one of pure and utter pandemonium and tragedy. Um, terrible, terrible event, terrible incident. Uh, we hope nothing but the best for both families to recover from this uh, really tragic uh, shooting. Anyways, uh, let's move on to our next story. Uh, so there has been a cosmic con. A fortune teller is, uh, is facing allegations of ripping off their uh, customers. So a Thai woman known as A fell victim to a deceptive fortune teller, losing over 14 million baht and being coerced into a sexual relationship under the guise of rituals. She sought his services in 2021 after seeing an advertisement on social media and initially found his predictions accurate. Over time, the fortune teller manipulated her into believing she was affected by evil spirits and required special ceremonies at his house, which led to sexual advances disguised as part of the rituals. He further deceived her by claiming her husband was unfaithful, leading to their divorce, and convinced her that a romantic relationship with him would restore her marital relationship. Upon realizing she was one of over 100 women duped by the fortune teller, a approached the nonprofit organization Semi Survive and filed a complaint with the Ministry of Interior, seeking to prevent others from falling prey to such exploitation. The case remains under investigation, and the founder of Semi Survive encouraged other victims to come forward with any evidence. Well, uh, yeah, I know it was said in the comments earlier, 2023, how do people keep falling for this? Well, spirituality is a big thing here in Thailand, and there are a lot of bad actors. I mean, it's the same thing. We see it in America with mega churches and people like that. Jesus wants me to have that private plane so I can get around the country and proselytize, you know, things like that. So there's plenty of people that take advantage of, you know, uh, uh, people's willingness and spirituality, their, their, their faith. And uh, these bad actors are just scamming people left and right. After this woman, A, found out, he's got over 100 other victims. So uh, that's, uh, I don't know how he got away with it for so long. Well, anyways, these are all allegations. We'll see how this investigation unfolds and uh, if Samai survive, can help A out. All right, uh, let's move on to our next story. So a new survey has been released that uh, questions how ties feel about the neutrality of media in the country. 
So a recent survey by the National Institute of Development Administration, or NIDA, in Thailand involving 1,310 participants revealed insights into the public's perception of media neutrality in the country. The survey found that a significant 38.9% believe Thai media tends to exaggerate or dramatize views, while 33.6% perceive a bias in reporting, and 30.7% think news lacks adequate fact-checking. Additionally, 30% feel the media reports news to benefit their own businesses, whereas only 25% believe it serves the public interest, and just 21% view the media as impartial. In terms of reporting freedom, 39% see Thai media as having relative freedom, 28.8% believe it has a high degree of freedom, and 24% think it has little freedom. Regarding neutrality, 38% consider Thai media somewhat neutral, but 32% see it as not very neutral. This survey highlights concerns about the freedom and impartiality of Thai media in the current era. Well, what do you guys think? How am I doing? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Thai media, you know, this is a thing everywhere. Media is meant to be neutral. Like, news is meant to be neutral. Traditionally, that's what we think of the news. It's supposed to be information. We give you the facts, and then you decide what to make of it. But that is just not what the landscape looks like today. Uh, boring news doesn't get watched. So almost every news channel, every news outlet has some sort of uh, talking head, some opinion attached to it. So, yeah, you're going to get more bias in the media that's consumed when that's what people seem to want. So uh, to me, this is more of a, a market issue, a supply and demand issue. The boring news just doesn't get watched. So what are you going to do? You got to spice it up with personalities. So is that a good thing? I don't know. It just seems to be the way of the world. Mm. All right. <clears throat> Let's move on to our next story. So the government is planning some holiday discounts for all of us this winter. So the Ministry of Commerce in Thailand is launching a major discount campaign, discount campaign to alleviate the cost of living for its citizens, starting December 15th and running until January 15th, 2024. This initiative, seen as a New Year's gift from the government, follows a similar successful program that began on October 2nd and will end on December 31st, involving 288 business operators and resulting in price reductions on over 150,000 items, saving the public 2 to 3 billion baht. The upcoming campaign involving over 300 manufacturers, wholesalers, retailers, and convenience stores is expected to be one of the largest of its kind. It will cover a wide range of products, including food, beverages, essential goods, agricultural products, and services. The Department of Internal Trade will monitor 18 product categories to prevent price gouging, aiming to ease financial burdens on Thai households and contribute to economic stability and prosperity. This large-scale effort, welcomed by local retailers, signifies the government's commitment to making essentials more affordable and enhancing the quality of life for the Thai public as they enter 2024. Good news, everybody. Things should be getting cheaper. I don't know. I, you know, uh, I don't know how these things play out. Like, over 150,000 items are receiving discounts, so I assume there's, like, a long list, a lot of government bureaucracy trying to figure out what are the items that are essential, uh, that, that are worthwhile to try and find a way to lower the costs in order to make it more affordable for everyone in the public. These are good initiatives. Um, I think, uh, you know, there's a lot of different ways you could do this kind of stuff. You could give cash directly to people in the form of stimulus, and then that usually goes into the economy pretty quickly. Finding a way to lower costs, this is just basically trying to battle inflation in certain uh, in certain markets where uh, poorer people and people that need these daily essentials are going to be feeling it. So uh, hopefully this government program uh, rolls out and we all get some lower prices. We'll see. <clears throat> All right, now on to our next story. So travelers have been wondering what has happened to the sunbeds on Surin Beach. 
Hmm. So the recent unexplained removal of sunbeds from Cern Beach in Phuket has caused confusion and speculation amongst tourists and locals. This incident, which left only the Cern Beach Club unaffected, followed a high-profile ceremony marking the start of construction on the glass terrace at Cern Beach. The local government body uh, has not provided any official statement, leading to various theories among beachgoers who miss the usual amenities. This event is reminiscent of a similar action at Kata Beach where sunbed operators were arrested for illegal operations. Despite Despite the disruption, the Cern Beach Club has seen a rise in customers due to reduced competition. The community awaits a clear explanation from the authorities about the sudden changes and the future of Cern Beach, which remains a point of intrigue and discussion. Hmm, Cern Beach, a very popular destination. Uh, it seems like the Cern Beach Club has benefited from these sunbeds being removed uh, as they've seen more foot traffic to their own amenities. Uh, yeah, this is a weird one, though, because uh, no explanation. They just sort of disappeared one day, and no, uh, no, no explanation from the government yet. We'll see. They're going to be doing renovations, but this is something that I always worry about when it comes to development, especially near the beaches, is that uh, locals will suffer, and people that are used to whatever has been going on there for a while are going to lose what they have in exchange for, you know, just more tourist trap stuff. Which is, you know, development, that's economics too, so that creates jobs. It's all a trade-off. I don't know. How important is our cultural past and how important is our economic future? Mm, you decide. All right, finally, on to our uh, last story. So two foreign men are receiving criticism for their antics on a motorcycle. Let's get into this one. So two foreign men faced backlash from Thai netizens after a video showing them smoking cannabis on a motorcycle in Bangkok's Sukhumvit neighborhood, specifically Soy 23 near Soy Cowboy, went viral. The video, shared by the Twitter account Red Skull, depicted one of the men holding and using a ganja bong, then passing it to the other. Thai social media users criticized their actions, seeing it as a show-off attempt, and expressed concerns over the government's ineffective cannabis control measures. Many directed their frustrations towards deputy Prime Minister and former Public Health Minister Kun Anutin, whose party advocated for cannabis legalization for medical purposes. Comments questioned the medical justification of such use, highlighting the legal stipulation that cannabis can only be used medically in private or medical centers. Public use of cannabis can lead to imprisonment or fines as per the Public Health Act. As of the report, police and relevant authorities had not yet addressed this incident. Okay, alright. Um... This is a tough one. Okay, you can't be driving around and doing that stuff. That's just don't look good. Okay, this is not a not a good look. Um, even even if it is, I mean, it's obviously just a, a stunt for social media. I don't think these guys are really just riding around all day ripping their ganja bongs or anything like that. However, uh, yeah, this is one of those things that again challenges the public and makes it look not good for this whole industry. That is, as I've told you, new members know, it's near and dear to my heart. So, uh, yeah, and, and in order to make cannabis, and especially medical cannabis, even recreational, more palatable to the public, these little stunts are not going to make people feel safer, right? That's like, if you if you watch somebody driving by on a bike and they were holding up bottles of tequila, like, woo! Uh, I don't think we'd be very happy about that. So, um, this was uh, uh, an ill-advised attempt at uh, gaining some views on social media and uh, yeah, hopefully these boys don't do it again. Alright guys, that'll do it for the news today. Uh, a bit of updates from around the Land of Smiles for you on this uh, Tuesday, November 28th. We'll be back with our members again tomorrow and on Thursday and again with all of our subscribers on Friday. 